Okay. Um, this is Latoria with Ain't Living Right. This is the way you looked at me. <laughs> I only have eyes for you. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I'm Yusenia. <laughs> she, she made me nervous. I forgot my name. Literally, though, right before this, we were legit feeling hella bad and crying over a raccoon that washed his cotton candy and <laughs> disappeared on him. And he did he was frantically thing. was trying to pick it up, but it's... It's like we're laughing now, but like legit, we were hella sad. Like watching this video, I cried real tears about it. Oh my god, it was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. He was like, because it's so big, and he probably was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be so full after I'm this." Eat good I'm today. Eat good. Just dipped it in some goddamn water. I didn't know though that they didn't create saliva. Yeah, that's why they always eat their food by bodies of water because they don't create saliva, so they have to wet their food before they put it in their mouth. That's insane. I never knew that. And then how do they know that? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what made them know that? I don't know. And I don't even remember when I learned that, but, yeah. Well, there was something like, what was it, like, vanilla back in the day was made out of, like, the anal glands of beavers Yeah, or something. something weird. Yeah, yeah, something weird like that. And it's just facts that you don't need to know because, like, I love vanilla flavoring. I and hate I'm, like, it, so... No, really? Yeah. I hate it. Well, I hate vanilla. I hate cinnamon. I, I don't know. It's all that stuff. So, like, holiday scents, too? They fucking irritate mm, me. I love holiday scents. But, you know what's funny? It's because our food has a lot of vanilla. And so, like, when we make um, uh, sweet potato pie and candy mm. yams and stuff like that, we make cinnamon and brown sugar and uh, vanilla yeah, like and all that stuff. stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, that's that's why when it smells like that, it's like, mm, it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. Yeah, that's, I don't know, I guess those are just, like, overpowering to me. Like, I could smell it for a little bit, but just having the candle on with that, mm. I legit used to be the person to buy those pine cones in the grocery store. That red bag of pine oh, cones. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I can't do that. Just put them all over the house, just pine cones everywhere. No, I'm like, why the fuck you smell like Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> That's when I actually liked Christmas, but once you're the mom, once you're the mom, you no longer like Christmas. I wouldn't say I like it or don't like it. I just don't really have many feelings about it. It's just whatever. you're gonna not like it when you become a mom because no, my kids aren't gonna know about Christmas, so we don't even gotta go there. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Who's Jesus? Who told you that?" <laughs> hey, I heard it's about this Santa guy. Who the fuck is that? What are they telling you? You bring them over here, and I'm like, there's this guy named Krampus, right? <laughs> like, I did that to... And I'm like, that story I can get by. I did that to Grayson. And so Grayson was telling his dad, he was like, Dad, there's this guy for Christmas, and he's like the bad Santa, and he kills people. And he like... <laughs> and his dad was like, who told you this? And he was like, my mom was telling me. And I was like, he got it wrong. They don't kill them. They put them in a sack and beat them, but they bring them back. Like, and he was like, and so like my kid is gonna be scarred because wait till I tell him about the the pagan Easter bunny. Mm -hmm. Now he used to eat people. <laughs> yeah, my kids ain't gonna know about nothing nice. They're gonna grow up the same way I did, just watching murder mystery things. <laughs> No, I'm going to tell them the, the Grimm stories, the Brother Grimm stories, yeah. and I'm like, and then Cinderella cut off all her toes to fit the shoe. <laughs> and the prince still didn't want her, and he left her in a basement where she withered and died from not eating and thirst. And they're going to be like, that's not the story I saw on Disney. Disney lied. <laughs> like, they <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, maybe I'm not <laughs> equipped to have children. Wait, why did Grayson hit me in the head with a toy one time and was like, headshot? And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, he was. Wow. He was like, headshot. And I was like, I can respect that. <laughs> like, in the zombie apocalypse, that's going to come in handy. Aim for the head. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about things that I did when I was younger. Just that we're like, kids shouldn't be doing shit like that. They shouldn't be thinking that way. <laughs> and one time me and my brother, I, I was going to say I wasn't going to say it, but I'll just say it. 
<laughs> um, we were playing like catch with the football. And my parents, where they lived, like, there just happened to be, like, a lot of lizards and shit. And so mm-hmm. when it fell and it hit the cement, oh. it actually hit a lizard. But it was still alive. So you killed it? We killed it. Yeah. We just hit it again with the football. Well, it was hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah, like... I mean, I don't think it was hurt that bad. It probably would have survived, but we killed it. <sighs> okay, well... Because <laughs> I feel bad. There's been times where, like, my birds have gotten really injured or really sick, and I knew it was something they couldn't recover from and I've had to like do the little two finger snap yeah and I feel like horrible about it but in um favor of talking about death I'm actually going to be talking about yeah because I said you know you're gonna grow up the same way I did watching murder mystery serial killer documentaries and shit and so we're here to tell you about it We- well, at least after a few of these, you will find that if we're fascinated by these people, it's probably why our brains are so fucked up. This is true. <laughs> this is true. So, I have Edward Theodore Gain. Why did he have to have them names? Edward Theodore. Edward Theodore. The Theodore, like, when I hear Theodore, I don't know, I see, like, a British room and like a teacher with like a suit on is like screaming his name and like he has to get up and do some like elaborate but, like, presentation. Okay. Well yeah, I get that from the Edward Theodore part, but the game just don't go with it. Like you really yeah. it all up. Yeah. I, I don't like it. And then you know, when I was if you look at it kind of phonetically, I don't feel like it says that. But whatever. It's like Jine. Jean. Like, it's really weird, but whatever. Um, Okay, so Edward Theodore Gain, also known as Ed Gain, he was uh, famously known as an American murderer and grave robber. Um, He was born in La Crosse County in Wisconsin in 1906. Can Damn, we- that motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> can, can we just talk about the 1906? Like, fuck. Like, bro, can you no imagine in 2006 he's writing his year and it's just 06 and they're like, what? You're an adult and he's like 1906. He's like, I'm 100 years old, bitch. That's horrible. We should stop because in a few years that's gonna be us. Um, In a few though, listen. (laughs) So his parents were George and. Augusta Gain and it was a non-traditional marriage by all means because she was very religious and very like studious and you know prestigious and she had this high moral compass and then George was a drunk that would often um, lose his money in gambling and stuff like that he just was kind of someone that she didn't like and she would often talk very negatively <clears throat> about him to the children and okay. how did they end up together like does it say like was this like arranged or like he had money like I, she didn't like him why didn't you know it didn't it didn't really say I, w- I will say that but it just because she was really religious, she didn't believe in divorce mm. so she okay, was so kind of wasn't stuck. always like that. yeah so maybe they fell in love. And, um, you know, she wasn't happy and she had, you know, deep content from him and she would always tell her sons the evil of drinking, um, and that all women, except her, of course, (laughs) all women were prostitutes and instruments of the devil. And that was kind of, you know, her way of kind of controlling them, but she went further in her way of controlling them and she isolated them by moving them to the outskirts of town and she uh prevented them from attending school because she said that they were out it was outside influences mm, okay um, you know what this sound like hmm are you seen the water boy oh yeah so mama said yeah mama, <laughs> mama said so she was that parent um so it was so ed gain had a brother his name was henry and both and Henry was older, so he kind of he kind of looked at Ed as like a follower 
a little bit. And Ed had this really, really horrible, horrible codependent relationship with his mom. Uh, she often abused the children in the belief that they would become failures like her, the father. So she would abuse them when they would do anything wrong. Um, both boys would often try to please their mother, but they would never make her truly happy. And no matter what they did, there was something they could have done better. Oh, yeah, you did this, but you didn't do this, you know, kind of situation. And um, she would often read passages from the Bible to her son, specifically passages dealing with death, murder and divine retribution. <clears throat> so she kind of was scaring them into like, you better not do this. You better not do that because this is going to happen to you. Um, there were reports in some of the articles that she even would tell them that masturbation would make them blind and kill puppies. And so, uh, you know, there you go. Wow. And, um, she was a lot more. Why that bitch ended up murdered. I'm sorry. I don't know the details, but I feel like he probably <laughs> killed her. I feel like he probably did. Anyways, go on. So even though, you know, dad was, verbally abusive and he was a drunk and stuff Augusta was way more abusive it yeah. kind of landed on her so Henry <clears throat> got to an age where he stopped believing in mom so he wanted to live his own life mom was in the way mom didn't make sense um but Ed was like, no, we have to believe mom. You know, she's our mom. We have to listen to her and all of these things. <clears throat> and Henry would talk negatively about their mother in front of Ed and it would enrage Ed. And he would tell him like, oh, you're just like, something's wrong with you. Like, why are you so close to mom? Like, you're her little puppy. Like, he would make fun of him. And it would often, um, like I said, Ed would get very, very hostile about it. So there's speculation that Ed Gaines' first murder was his brother. Because a fire came, uh, developed on the farm and it engulfed the, the um, barn. And so both boys went out to extinguish the fire. According to Ed, him and his brother got separated and he lost sight of Henry. Once the fire was extinguished, he reported his brother missing to the police and there was a search party that was organized. So he led the, Ed led the search party and he happened upon his brother, even though he could have just looked for him before right. he like went to go call police or whatever, but he happened upon his brother and the grass around him was not burned. The grass around his brother, his brother was dead. The grass was not burned. And he had bruises, Henry had bruises on his head and, um, the, and he was burned. So the grass wasn't burned around him. He had bruises on his head. He had burns, but nothing else was touched. And, um, the coroner said it was asphyxiation and the investigators had suspicion that it was Ed, but because of his young age, they were like, it couldn't have been him. Like, why would he murder his brother? Clearly murdered him and then just used a fire to cover it up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so how does a body burn with no, nothing around it burning? Right. Like, come on, don't be stupid. And asphyxiation, like, not the burns. Like, oh, he brought, he breathed in smoke. From what fire? <laughs> He's not even near it. He's not even near it. Like, I don't know. But whatever, that got him off. Um, and so when people talked about him when he was younger, um, he was a really good kid, like locals, um, relied on him. So Ed Gain was very reliable and honest in his youth. Um, Ed Gain enjoyed babysitting for neighbors and seemed to relate more easily to children than adults. Mm. So... You know, growing up, after you find out how crazy he is, you're like, he used to watch my fucking kid. Yeah. So, you know how many times I think about that? Like, you get someone to babysit your kid, and maybe they don't kill your kid, but they've killed kids. Fuck that. And you don't know, because, like, how are you going to know? How are they going to know? know? <laughs> like, um, 
He also was a handyman in town and he would perform odd jobs to help his mother with expenses. So he continued to live with his mother well in his adulthood. Um, so, I mean, come on, like we know what that, what that's about. Well, mom died, of course. Let me go back to how Augusta died. Um, so his mother died, um, she died, I believe, of natural causes, um, but when she did, he had this, this devotion to her, and... He fucked her dead body. No. Oh. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, he reported that he lost his best friend and his one true love. This is what he said. Um, and that losing his mother made him completely alone in the world. Um, Ed Gain boarded up the house and boarded up rooms that were frequently used and touched by his mother to keep them in their, their prime, uh, situation, their, if she touched the brush, the brush is still there touched with hair in it. Mm-hmm. That's how he did it. Um, he couldn't accept the fact that uh, she was dead. And, you know, this is where his codependency and unnatural connection to her um, basically came out. He began uh, bringing home bodies. This is where he was grave robbing. He would bring home bodies that resembled his mother and he would make furniture out of their skin. Um, he was obsessed with making a bodysuit because he admitted that he wanted a sex change when after his mother died. So once So his- basically, he's a definition of like, I love you so much, I want to be in you, on you, and be you. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> so remember because he wanted to, a sex change, but his mother was really religious. So well, she also said women were. Mm-hmm. So not only was she religious to where gay and transgender and everything was wrong, she was religious to where even women were unholy. So mm-hmm. no matter what he wanted to be or what he designed or desired to be, it was unholy. So it was blasphemy to be gay. And so being transgender would never be accepted. So he, so they believe he waited for his mother to pass to live out his dream of becoming a woman. He basically wanted to become her. Um, so <laughs> stop. Don't make me laugh with that That's face. That's disgusting. <laughs> what the fuck? Because it's different to just want to be a woman, but you're like, no, I want to be my mother. Like, yeah. what the fuck? So this is when he started pushing away sexual desires and needs. And so he started having like an internal feeling with himself. He, he, you know, flirted with the idea of tucking and, you know, just normal things mm-hmm. that, you know, happen when you're going to start. But then he got a little crazy. Um, he decided I'm going to make a full on flesh suit. So this is, you know, he had killed, he only ever um, admitted to killing two women. Um, he said the rest of the bodies and the stuff that was made out of his house was from grave robbing. Mm-hmm. So it was bodies that were already, already. just sitting there. Um, but he admitted to murdering Bernice, I, Bernice Warden. And God damn you, Bernice. Man, right? <laughs> Uh, he admitted to killing Mary Hogan and Bernice Warden. Um, and those are the only two that he's ever admitted to. Um, and ultimately we'll talk about it, but those are the ones that he's only been able to be, um, sentenced for. So even if he did kill more, nobody would ever know because he did not admit to it. So, (laughs) so... When Ed Gain was investigated, Bernice Warden was found hanging by her ankles from the ceiling in his shed, and she was decapitated and gutted. Ew. 
So she was the meat suit that he was going to just slip on. Well, that's why she was gutted. Ew. Mm-hmm. And that's why she had no head, because he just thought he was just going to slip it on. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. That's what he wanted to do. Um. So upon further investigation, the police found four noses, whole human bones and fragments, nine masks of human skin, bowls made from human skulls, 10 female heads with the top sewed off, uh, sawed off, human skin covering several chairs, Mary Hogan's head in a paper bag, Bernice Warden's head in a burlap sack, nine vulvas Ew. in a shoebox, skulls on his bedpost, organs in the refrigerator, a pair of lips on a drawstring for the window shade. Oh my God. A belt made from human female nipples. A lampshade made from the skin of human face. Mm-mm. So he didn't just want to wear the meat suit. He yes, wanted, he wanted to his, live in it. He wanted to live in the meat suit. Okay. Um, <laughs> this nasty ass motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god! So he admitted to over 40 visits to three local graveyards to exhume recently buried bodies. But the amount of effort that you have to go through to dig up a body and, like, get the skin off of it, cut pieces off of it to make your fucking furniture and Mm -hmm. your belts and, like, what the fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. So he said... How is this motherfucker paying bills? (laughs) He's a handyman, remember? Oh, I forgot that part. Yeah. That's why he knows how to make these fucking things. <laughs> He's a handyman. It said he admitted that out of 40 of those visits to a graveyard, 30 of those visits, he went home empty-handed and did not collect souvenirs. So, so you I, were just there? So I guess he wants a, 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 a pat on the shoulder. Because he's like, I, I didn't actually take anything with me those times. <laughs> Technically, I was there 10 times to kill and rob people. Like, <laughs> Um, so he said he would, of course, take home bodies that resembled his mother to make his furniture out of. Well, that's why he had so many visits where he didn't take shit. Because he, he couldn't buy it. All, that ain't my mama. <laughs> nope, not that. She's blonde. Nope, not her. <laughs> nah, breasts are too big. Don't look like like, her vulva's not small enough. Uh. Like, and so... Ed Gain did deny having sex with the corpses because he reported they smelled too bad. So at least he has some type of moral high ground. (laughs) But if they didn't smell, would he fuck them? (laughs) Probably. But listen, we got to hold on to that little bit of moral high ground, okay? They smelled. He didn't fuck them. He didn't fuck them. He did not. But um, he did assault... um, he did assault Miss Bernice and Miss Mary. Though. Well, they were alive. And they were alive. So I, I'm telling you, we got to hold on to that morality, okay? <laughs> that little bit, okay? Um, so, technically, we have this kid murdering his brother at a young age. It was not, it was definitely not confirmed, but... No, okay, so this is what it is. You murdered your brother because you didn't like how he tried to make your mom seem. Mm-hmm. And after your mom died, you were so obsessed with her mm-hmm. that you started murdering women and then taking other dead bodies that may have looked like her because that's how desperate you were to be her exactly ew exactly no are you sure she wasn't fucking him as a kid listen it has never been confirmed but even henry himself questioned it yeah if he was like there's something fucking weird like you're hella obsessed with her Mm -hmm. henry himself started questioning like what's really going on and so ed had to start explaining himself and he felt that he had to start um uh because it said henry also would vocalize his disapproval of ed's devotion to their mother describing it as unhealthy yeah and so he was like you know like what's going on like what's really going on and um, if you guys watch one of the shows that I'm about to mention, you kind of see this dynamic in the show that's based off of Ed Gaines' life. And so it'll kind of click. You're like, oh, yeah, the brother was kind of, like, mean to him and stuff like that. And it was because that's how it was in real life. The brother's like, dude, what the what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, 
get off her pussy. Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, geez. You're 15 years old. Is she still breastfeeding you? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. He, like, comes home for lunch. <laughs> He's like, did you warm it up, Mom? She's like, yeah, I did jumping jacks. Got the temperature up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, um... So, like I said, Ed Gain was had confessed to Mary Hogan and Bernice Warden. Uh, Mary Hogan was killed somewhat more humanely, uh, if you think about the way Bernice Warden was hung up and kind of just left open and gutted to dry. So, um, Mary Hogan uh, was killed very fast. She was um, shot, um, and he only kept her skull and everything like that, but he didn't do completely what he did with Warden. Um, however... The sheriff that initially brought Ed Gain in to um, question him, he physically assaulted him. And so the confession was inadmissible Mm -hmm. because it, I mean, obviously he beat the shit out of him and he was like, so you're going to tell me the truth. So Ed Gain was arraigned on one count of first degree murder, which was the one they could prove, which was Bernice Warden, because they literally walked into her her suit hanging. And so um, he pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. He was found mentally incompetent to stand trial Mm -hmm. and he was sent to a state hospital for the criminally insane until he could be deemed sane enough to stand trial. Due to the cost of having two trials, the court only convicted him um, because of Warden. So they were like, this is the smoking gun. We know you did it. We don't have enough money to do two trials. Like, you're just going to go to jail for a life sentence because of um, Bernice Warden. So actually, um, Mary Hogan's family never got the justice that they so rightly deserved. Because, I mean, he may not, you may not have been able to put him at the scene of the crime, but her head was found. It's like, you know, and in a burlap sack. Like, fuck you, you're rude, that's disrespectful. You know what I mean? And there's hella body parts everywhere. Everywhere. So it's like, I'm pretty sure you did that. Exactly. Um, and so he was sentenced to life at the mental institute. He ended up dying of respiratory and heart failure due to cancer. And his mm. gravestone was vandalized of course. and stolen. So once that happened, the museum of Washara County, Washara County, um, put it in a museum, you know, because, well, I mean, when you're a grave snatcher, yeah, they're going to deface your shit. Like what the fuck? Can I just, I, I try and I try to stay away from like race. I do, but he's white. He's white, and the first thing you do is, like, put his tombstone in a museum Mm -mm. to protect it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he's- Why? He was a fucking murderer who dug up dead bodies, too, and tried to make a fucking suit out of it. Why the fuck do we care what happens to his grave? Exactly. You know, I'm just saying, like... Why the fuck also, when people like that get sentenced, do you put them in isolation? Why do we care what happens to them? Mm -hmm. Yep. So he was never found able to stand trial because, I mean, I can see it. When you're talking about insanity, like, most people think, like, oh, you come home, someone killed your daughter, so you killed them right away. Like, yeah, that's temporary, that's temporary. insane. No, but he, he really was truly insane. If he had a mom with that much control over his life, he didn't go to real school. They were isolated from society, and mm-hmm. he was obsessed with her. He was obsessed. And I'm like, dude, that was your man. That was your man. And I didn't talk much about George because there's little information on him because he actually ended up dipping and she became a single mother with the two children. So he was just like, I can't handle well, this. She didn't like, carry your alcoholic that ain't giving her dick. She exactly. Her son. That's nasty. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sure it was happening. I'm sure of it. There's no I'm way. I'm sure it was happening. And uh, so the story, the, the, the shows that I'm talking about, one is, um, let me see. Well, isn't this what the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based off of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as you were saying it. Yeah, Leatherface. Yeah. So Ed Gain has inspired famous Hollywood movies such as Norman Bates from the movie Psycho, but also what I was referring to was Bates Bates Motel. Motel. Yeah, that shit was fucking... I knew it. When you said Mm -hmm. there's a show, I'm like, 
I didn't watch the whole thing, but from the beginning when he saw the mom get raped and then the way yeah. he was like after that, I was like, mm, yep, that's weird. And in the show, you see his brother like, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? Like he's yeah. like, what's wrong with you? And then he, there was a point where he got into taxidermy. And that's actually something that Ed Gain did get into, but it, it wasn't like a big hobby. So it's not, you know, really mentionable, but he was, you know, flirting with taxidermy and he would bring home a uh, roadkill and taxidermy roadkill. Um, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you know, just normal shit on a Tuesday. Um, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of course, because, you know. He's wearing clothes of women and shit, and mm, that was nasty. That all I think about when I think about that is that uh, his um, apron that was like stitched together with like body parts. Then Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, and there's many other adaptation, but those are the ones that are closest related to actual what happened to the story. Um, Buffalo Bill, of course, is just. Um, he's, I don't think he's a real person. I think he was just made for that, um, story. Uh, but you know, they made it different cause he was the ones that put the moth in their mouth and shit like that. So he had different variances, but Norman Bates from Psycho and Bates Motel is like the best description yeah, of how you could tell. You could tell. this guy was, um, yeah. Ooh. Why do I just picture him like? carefully like trying to cut the whole face off of like uh-huh. one of them and then just like right away sticking it to his and like feeling like relieved that it's touching him no like, I ugh. I picture that I really picture that like, like him just being like oh my god <laughs> well he had a, a belt made out of nipples like did you just sit there and like like stroke him you know what I mean but, like, on the belt. but on the belt like is that why you had a belt of nipples you just stroke them like but where like the holes for the like being through the nipple through the area like the actual um, nipple part because so, was it the whole areola that was like so I'm not, I'm not going to be... Why am I like, wondering these details? No, I'm actually I'm actually very glad that Was there pictures? You there's there's pictures. Let me see. Oh my god. So I'm gonna be showing um Ed Gain uh crime. Why did I get low-key excited about some pictures? Ugh, my brain is fucked up. It is. So it's more the curiosity, like... Okay, let me move it to the side right here. I'm going to be showing. So here is... Uh, what the fuck? Okay, here's the skull with the top shaved off. Mm-hmm. Here's um, a face that he kept Ew. in the jar. Um, I really don't know what this part is. I think there were gloves. Gloves, probably and out of the hands. And here it is. the belt. Ooh, so it was the whole areola. It was the whole... He literally cut the areola part. And made a belt. And can I say the stitch work is exquisite. Stop. <laughs> like, it really is exquisite. Oh, this he is. This is time. This That's is, this is Bernice. Body. Yeah, this is Bernice Warden. There's, they have a better picture oh of her. God. Let me see. Oh, right here. So she was cut from Ooh. the genitals. Like to mid back, right? Like that's what yeah. Like. So here you go. So sh- this is her genitals, mm-hmm. and all the way in here's her breast. Oh so he God, literally, he literally split her entirely open from the front and dug out all of her stuff. Oh my God! He was gonna use it like them furry suits. Yeah. Here they just have an opening in the back, and you like stick your arms and your. Uh huh. Oh my God! Like a onesie. Yeah. Here's his lamp, which was made out of faces. Mm-mm. Yeah. He. Yeah, all this stuff is popular, and here he is. So he looked like his mama was fucking him. It yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm glad you asked, um, because I just wait to show people pictures of this. Like whenever, whenever I bring up someone and I know there's pictures, and they're like, "Wow, I wonder what that looked like." Let me tell you. <laughs> Oh, here's his necklace of human tongues. Ew! The, like, literally the whole tongue. So, this necklace of human tongues used to hang in his car. 
But like, how heavy is that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Let me let me pull out there. He hung it in his car, and then every time he got off at the gravesite to dig something up, he licked one of the tongues. Well, and people, then, and then went. It was like for good luck. Like I'm gonna find something nice today. People, <laughs> people in the town said that they thought it was weird, but a lot of them, because of how they knew him, didn't think it was real. So they were like, "Yeah, we saw it, but like, you know, he was just weird. You know, we didn't really question anything." Um, but... You should have. <laughs> you should have. They yes. never questioned anything. But how do you not notice that like your grave sites have been messed with? I don't know. Maybe he was fucking good. I don't know. I just... I can't. It's just horrible. Like, gloves, every... Like, he literally... I just want to know how he got the meat out. Because if you think about it, if you cut off my hand right here, there's bones and there's meat. So how are you digging the meat out to make it a glove? You know what I mean? To slide your hand in. Well, I don't know if he maybe just, like... Very carefully just cut the skin off of both sides and then sewed it back together. Mm, that may be. That would make sense. Because I'm like, make it make sense. Like, what did you get that? But how would you be able to use these gloves if you were only doing women's bodies and you're a man? So I'm sure your hands were hella big. Maybe Bernice was big. <laughs> God damn you, Bernice. <laughs> I mean, not like, not in a funny way because that's obviously you know super that from, tragic. Right? What? Tragic? Oh. Dodgeball? No, I never watched Dodgeball. Oh my god, so there's they're playing like these Girl Scouts, and the Girl Scouts beat them, but then they're like, wait, like their win doesn't count because they found like tra horse tranquilizer and like other drugs in one of the girls' system. What and the so they heck? look at her and they're like, God damn you, Bernice! And she like starts crying, she puts her hands to her face, and they're like, big as fuck, she's hella hairy oh, like a boy. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what's like a funny though? I'm starting to wonder like... Was there a connection there? Maybe. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, let, again, we're not laughing at it because it's not a funny situation. But no, like, but I mean, if you've listened to enough of these episodes, you know us. We're kind of... We we definitely have, like, uncomfortable laughs, of, too. Like, yeah. you know, it, there's an uncomfortableness about this. Like, literally, I'm telling you, it was just the circle. The areola was just there. The nipple was there. He made a full-on fucking belt. I mean, I won't even know. But like, I've seen similarly designed belts, like like circle shapes. Oh, yeah. You know, they're not obviously not nipples, but they're like circle shapes that are kind of like patched together for a belt. So that's what I was picturing before you even showed me the picture. Mm -hmm. But that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, obviously he picked up some very nice sewing skills from his mom. He must have, like, helped her make clothes. You know, part of me, even though she was really religious, part of me wonders if she, like, at a young age, made him dress up as a girl. You know how sometimes that can mess up? Mm. You know, the ones that Maybe forced him to. Maybe she had him wearing this stuff that she was, like, making or fixing. Mm. Yeah, and maybe he felt pretty yeah. and liked it. Yeah. And yeah, maybe I... Maybe um, it was, like, a different kind of attention from his mom during that. Because she was... He was the helper. Like, yeah. who knows? I'm sure there was so much that we couldn't get from him because he was insane. But, like... And has definitely been dead for a long time. Has definitely been... I, 1906, I, I hope he's dead. Right? <laughs> like, I know it said he died of cancer, but you know how people be, like, saying that shit, and then you find out there's, like, an underground, like, tunnel, and they, like, got him out through there, and they were doing experiments on him and stuff. This is what I imagine when, like, they talk about, like, Tupac still being alive and stuff. Like, I'm like, did they just, like, hide them he places? He is still alive. You think this... Listen, you, you've you read of Nicolio Machiavelli, right? Mm hmm And how he faked his death? Mm hmm Why was Tupac so obsessed with him? Mm-hmm. And called himself Machiavelli? Mm-hmm. So, mm, he's alive somewhere. <laughs> okay, then who did, who got buried? Some fucked up lookalike. Some fucked up look. Why can't I find a Tupac lookalike? Man, he was sexy as fuck. Oh my god, and the way he would finesse I'm his sorry. words. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He was the first man that I was like, a nose piercing, it works. See, and I don't even like nose piercings, but I, I, I would... Oh man. Put your nose up there. <laughs> like, it's fine. Being bald works. <laughs> it does. 
Because his little, his little bandana <laughs> that was all yeah. folded down. That low-key unibrow, it's okay, baby. It's uh-huh. still look good. Man. He was, you know, and I don't like skinny guys, but, like, he was, like, a muscular skinny to where I was like, okay, wait, I could vibe. Yeah, and the way he carried himself was not like he was skinny. He right. He was just tough. Like, now nah, you want to mess with him. You know what's funny, though? Like, he looked bigger. But it looked like one of those situations where you'd go, because his clothes were always so big, uh-huh. you'd go to hug him and it'd be like a skinny, like, chicken bone with, Under like, all the clothes. you're like, wait a minute, you're just going in forever, like, <laughs> trying to hug him. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was hot. He was. That, um, we derailed again, but. Sorry. That was Ed Gain. Um, that was my story. It was all over the place because I didn't have time to put my bullet points, so I was literally reading from my report. It's all good. You still touched on everything. I made my little commentary. So, <laughs> next one we're gonna try to do. We're gonna try to do every like what four weeks? Every yeah. Month? Yeah, because I guess time to like really like put the ideas together. So next one will be yours. Yeah. Who are you gonna? See, I was saying Donner, but, like, now it's, like, there's a lot of people that are, like, coming to my mind. Mm-hmm. Do the one that I I didn't even know about. What was that one? Oh, the Night Stalker? No, remember the one from the list? Yeah, well, because his name's Richard Ramirez, and you've never oh, heard yeah. his name. Oh, yeah, okay. He's known never as mind. the Night Stalker. Never mind. And, look, I'm still confused. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, never but people are talking about him more now because of the Netflix document documentary that came out. Mm. So, I don't know. But, I mean, there's a lot that I know about him, too. And he was pretty fucked, too. They're all fucked. It's really weird. I think Dahmer is the only one that it's kind of weird he turned out like that. Yeah, because his family situation didn't really seem too crazy. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It you honestly had a, just seems like that internalized homophobia. Exactly. Because, yeah, dad, you know, was verbally aggressive and mom was a drunk and depressed, but, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it really you wasn't know, that crazy. It was, I mean, for what you were doing, that was crazy. So, I mean, yeah. We should probably, like, go to people who have, like, extreme ones and, like, drop him in somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. even, um... It's just because his story, like, what he was doing to people was so crazy. Mm-hmm. And how many, like, murders he actually did commit before anybody caught him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, now that I'm thinking, like, I really want to talk about more people that have, like, childhood trauma. Like Yeah. So, definitely, Ted Bundy, I don't feel like that was extraordinary childhood trauma. I feel like that no, happened. you just had a fucked up mom. You just had a fucked up mom who you didn't know was your mom. hmm And thought she was your, you know what I mean? So, like. She was a prostitute, wasn't she? Or something? Yeah, she no, she had unmar un uh premarital sex or whatever and got pregnant and so it was like a sin. And so that's why when no, she No, that was Charles Manson's Charles mom. Manson's mom was a uh, prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Listen. I I have internal personal negative beef with Charles, Charles Manson's mom. mom. Yes. So like fuck that bitch. I <laughs> I almost feel like she's responsible for everything that happened. He just wanted love. He was chasing her so He was chasing hard. her and she legit would be like I don't want you and like like fucking guys with him in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just Oh, like, I have personal beef. Like, how you were talking about uh, yesterday about the personal beef, and you were like, how do you even have that? Yeah, so, like, yeah. I have personal beef with her. Like, I can't... If, let me get to heaven, and this heifer is in heaven. Oh, this is what we doing? So we just letting anybody in? <laughs> we just letting anybody up in here? <laughs> like, Fuck where, her. I'm like, where's her son? That's the victim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you all Sharon Tate's like, uh. I'm like, shut up, Sharon. I'll get to you. Listen, <laughs> like. It's her fault. Why are you leaving up here? So. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but he in hell? He in hell? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I do. 
I am oh like, God. no, really, it's I seriously. do blame people like because it's just like if you were just a decent human being, yes. they would not be so mentally fucked up that they would end up where they are. I'm not justifying what they did, yes. but obviously, when people have suffered trauma, that's what makes them a certain way. Do you know he went to her pleading with her because he was being raped? Right. In the group home mm-hmm. by, by staff boys. and boys, yeah. by staff and, and staff would tell him to strip down and they would just stare at him in his room naked, making like rude comments and like gestures and stuff. You know how like scary that is as a child? And he was like, mom, this is happening to me. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. I got some dicks to suck. Yeah. Like, you know, like. Oh my God. Oh, I'm telling you, I. I have beef with this bitch. She's been dead for I don't know how long. Yeah, I know. Like, way before I was even alive, but I have some serious beef with her. Like. I do too. Fuck her. I do, man. I can't wait. My mom's probably in heaven right now talking shit to her. Like, my my daughter told me about your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Shame on you. First of all, you didn't even know who his daddy was. I know. Oh my god, yeah, the S word almost uh, slips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't slut shame, but I feel like she deserves that name. Like, in the in the worst context possible. Yeah, because she literally got pregnant with him and then just, like, tried to, like, throw him off to the side to continue living the life she was living. Yep. Yep, and was like, yeah, County. Could you imagine, like, the amount of justice like people in the department of justice that had to deal with him and was just like this is a freaking monster Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like can you imagine i mean starting at a very young age not only was he in like boys group homes but he was like incarcerated a Mm -hmm. lot but uh, i mean it was like petty crimes and stuff back then when he was a kid but that's what caused more trauma because he says he was sexually abused in those situations Mm -hmm. and it's just like and he also in court um, stuck a razor blade to a another youth's neck and sodomized him in court. But everybody was kind of nervous to move because he had this straight mm-hmm. razor blade to this kid's neck. So basically, this kid, and I'm pretty sure he came, he became a serial killer, was sodomized in front of a whole courtroom. That's intense. It is. So that will be like a two part episode one day when we have the time. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot with that. There's and so- also to the fact that he didn't even kill nobody. I know. And then we'd have to talk about the Manson girls, and that's a whole episode in itself. Yeah. Aren't those bitches still alive trying to get out of jail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think, I think two are alive. One, I think, died of natural causes, but two are alive. One doesn't believe in him anymore, but the other one is like, no, I like that's my lord. That's my god and shit. Like, it's really weird. And the amount of women that were obsessed with him and the fact that he, like, got married in prison and everything. He was kind of sexy in his In his younger days. days. He was really sexy. Mm-hmm. And he was a musician. Yeah. He wasn't a good one, but he was a musician. Still was. Play, played guitar, all that stuff. So, yeah, here we are simping over uh, serial killers. Well, everybody was simping over Richard Ramirez, too. They thought he was fine as fuck. He had obsessed women and got married in prison, too. It happens. It happens. I mean, you can't tell me Jeffrey Dahmer's not attractive. No, he was. He was attractive. Ted Bundy obviously was attractive. That's how he got away with so much. Like, I mean, it's, they're charismatic. Mm-hmm. Like, that. I mean, they're the definition of charismatic. No one says anything bad about them ever. Ted, uh, Ted Bundy's people were saying he was a nice, decent student. He was, you know... When he had his girlfriend, he was actually good to her. And she survived. (laughs) Yeah, she did. She was alive. (laughs) She was alive. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer, he used to help the old lady next door with her groceries and shit. While he was, like, eating people next door. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then they were saying, like, I thought it was really weird that he never brought home groceries. (laughs) (laughs) He brought it home late at night, fucked it, and ate it. (laughs) Okay, that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> like, I mean, could you imagine if somebody did know? They'd be like, "Oh, Jeffrey's about to have dinner." Hey, 
Jeffrey, you have leftovers? It was a good one? Yeah, nice job. Like, can you imagine? Oh my god. Um, yeah. I think, also, John Wayne Gacy is another one. Oh my god, That I don't yes. think had a really, really, really He didn't. For the amount of shit that he was doing, you're like, you just, what? Get I think here. it was just alcoholic and abusive parent. Not just, obviously, but like. Well, was he also kind of considered a loser by them? He was considered a loser, but I think it was because they identified him early on as having homosexual tendencies. Yeah, being fruity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back then, you know, like, sugary and yeah, yeah and stuff like that. Um, because they said he had a lot of female mannerisms mm-hmm. growing up. So I don't know if Dad I think they started looking at him more of a fuck-up later when he was spending too much time, like, giving these little boys alcohol and mm-hmm. trying to be around them that he wasn't even focused on work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and and then you go to be a clown to be at children's party. Like, that's just strange. Like, my son's going to have a hard time telling me, like, I just want to be a clown and hang around with kids all day. I'll be like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, you're not. Like, I'm sorry, I'm uncomfortable by any male that does anything, any profession that requires you to be around young children all the time. Okay, we've talked about this. You're like a, a male kindergarten teacher? Mm, so cool. here's our biases, and I and I do have this bias, and I try to not let it affect me, but it does. Like, when I see a little girl sitting on a man's lap, even if it's, like, dad and the girl's kind of older where it's an age that, like, you don't need to be on daddy's lap, you know, like, or, you know, the the little girl that just is so overly friendly with men, even if it's not sexually, it's just like, hi, what's your name? Hi. Like, they're just so like, look at me, pay attention to me kind of thing. And then, you know, like the professions, like you said, like, and here's how my mom broke it down to me. Most men don't like their own kids until they're old enough to really like do stuff on their own, like potty training and stuff like that. So men that want to become nannies, and kindergarten teachers and stuff like that it's like the kid can't usually go to the bathroom on their own Mm -hmm. so you're having to do that so why are you wanting to do that with someone else's kid because i've fucking weird i've literally changed a diaper of someone else's baby doesn't it make you feel weird no i almost threw up like my son literally i would have poop on my hand and i'm like oh shit and i would just you know like wipe it with a thing off this one i lowered it and i was like like I'm trying to like but it wasn't but my it's also kid. just weird because it's something that you have to do to care for a kid but it's not your kid and yeah. you're just like why am I doing this <laughs> I could not get it out of my head like my son it was like nothing it was like his shit was just normal this one it smelled different it like like everything like I was choking like I was having to hold him on the changing table while I'm like dry heaving trying to be like forget about it forget about it forget about like forget how it smells forget how it looks so I'm like so for a man to just be like I want to do that you know what I mean like it's so weird and then I've heard about little girls getting like poop in that area and having and like parents having to like wrap a wipey around Uh and like dig it out Uh and I'm like so you're okay with a guy care provider going in there doing that in case that happened. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm digging myself into a bigger hole, but. No, but I, it makes me uncomfortable too. I'm like, I just can't. I'm sorry. Yes, it is a big bias. Okay. It but is. I'll admit it. Like, men in our family never bathe. The kids, yeah, like, no, it was just, my families didn't either. Yeah, it was just a known thing. Like, and if they started spending job. more time with the yes. kid, the kid was like five or six already, and they could run around on their own. Yep. They didn't have to do too much work. They're like, all right, but you got to go to the bathroom. Okay, go. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mom used to talk about like uh, not leaving me at home with like my grandparents or something if it was just the male there and they're like because you know they're not going to deal with all that stuff like feeding us and getting the bottles and stuff like you know they want to sit down and watch tv and and you know look at their well back then we didn't have phones oh my god (laughs) 
Did I just make that statement? <laughs> You're not even that old. I'm not. But we... You really didn't. We really didn't, like... Because even when I was a kid, it was pagers. They didn't have phones. I either. had a pager, you guys. <laughs> like, I am thir- about to be 32, and I rocked a pager. And bought numerous face plates for it so I could change it with my outfit. Don't laugh. That was cool. So so clearly, um, those habits run deep with you. Because she gets a million and one phone cases. You're right. <laughs> How did you not realize that until I just said it? I had every color. And then I got, I got a phone called F Music or Fusic phone or something like that. And you could change the front plate different colors and I had that phone and I would change it different colors all the time oh my god this goes back to like junior high yeah you've always had that oh my god that's horrible now it's going on the pop sockets because I just bought three pop sockets and then oh remember I told you they didn't send my pop sockets yet so I actually went to the mall yesterday Mm -hmm. and went to Claire's to get this one and look at it yeah, it's definitely very cute, but I'm bothered that you went into the mall, into Claire's, for that. I will not be shamed. <laughs> Have you seen our local malls? That's what I, I'm judging you for. I know, but they won't send the pop sockets. I've been waiting for like two weeks. How much longer am I supposed to wait? I had to make an executive decision. <laughs> And then I realized that I need to go out more because when I went out, people were like, oh, look at your eyelashes. Oh, I like your mask. Oh, I like your, like, just, just, I felt good. And I don't get that because I don't go out anymore. You know what makes me feel really good was since getting colored hair that I get complimented on that a lot. Because usually before your hair is just your hair. Like Mm -hmm. now it's, it's different from everybody else. People be like, oh my God, I love your hair. And sometimes I don't think about it. I'm like, it's just hair. And I'm like, bitch, it's pink. Not everybody has pink fucking hair. That's true, yeah. That's that's how they are with me. They're like, what made you go to purple? And I'm like, because if I got eyelash, fake eyelashes, people would know they're fake anyway, so why yeah. don't just have fun with it? Yeah. You think my eyelashes come all the way out to here? No, they know they're fake. I know they're fake. I'm looking at you and you're wearing fake ones. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. so, I mean, might as well have fun with it. Compliment my face. I'm putting red at the end, too, so it's going to be purple and red. When's my when's my day? I think it's next Saturday. Well, then my my next hair color is purple. It's like yes. a it's like a blue fade to purple. Yes, I'm I'm on board with this. It is. I'm excited. New changes. I'm just glad my boyfriend said he wasn't doing colored hair anymore. <clears throat> I just want to know where you got the necklace from. Amazon. <laughs> we don't need to talk about the details of that on the podcast not everybody needs to know <laughs> okay so we are coming to a close I have to eat because I'm fat and she has it's not because you're fat it's because you gotta survive no it's because like I, I want to eat because I'm fat right now you need to survive this is what's going to sustain your life I'm sure at this point my body can eat my fat cells Stop. and survive <laughs> Yet I keep feeding it. (laughs) Anyways, you know, I was trying to, like, stop the negative self-talk. I've learned to live with it. (laughs) I feel like TikTok where it's like, like, uh, you may think I'm fat and ugly, but I pull every guy I I want or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I still get fucked, then I'm fine with it. I'll keep eating my You know what? And I realized that, too. I was like, life is still going the way I want it to. So, yeah. I'm the only one complaining about how I look, you know what I mean? Like the, the Literally the day I realized it doesn't matter what I look like, somebody's going to like it. It was like, man, who cares? Mm-hmm. And this person, not only do they like it, they like extra try to convince me not to get the mommy makeover. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, don't do Like, you're perfect. And then they like will explain every part of my body that's perfect and stuff like that. And I'm like, see, I see what you're doing and that's cute and is nice. But like... Let me come up on $6,000. Let my ass come up on six. Let that stimmy be $6,000. <laughs> like, 
Uh, I woke up today and I still ain't been stimulated. I like. I, I, just give me a reason to go under the knife. Um, I want to do it too. I just I. I want to BBL. I do too. After that TikTok I sent you today, I sent it to him too. And he was like, nice. And I was like, I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what I'm trying to make my body look like. And then I got no response. My boyfriend would let it happen because he's over here being like, was it like to have a boyfriend that has a bigger butt than you? You know what? <laughs> Go away. Go away. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, that is it. You, it's 2.46, so I think you have to skedaddle. Skedaddle. All right, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye. Where's the star?